Check, check. We recording, KP. Man, we are recording, guys. Welcome to Project Mindset, episode number 36, the most uplifting podcast on the planet. I am your host, Kevin Sturdivant, a.k.a. Coach Kevion. Thank you guys for being here. You are in the middle of our seven equities series. What are the seven equities? The seven equities are really the foundation of Project Mindset. It's the foundation of what we teach. And the seven equities are mindset, health, soul, family, social, hustle, and money. And we were actually going in order with the equities originally. We started off with mindset with my dude, Mike Diamond. Then we went into health with Brad Davidson. Then last week, if you heard, we had a very awesome conversation with my sister, the super yogi, Marina Sturdivant. And we were getting ready to go into the family equity. Uh, In the midst of that, we had an opportunity to sit down with a very legendary dude that 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 truly embodies the equity of hustle. So we're 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 jumping a couple equities. We're going past family. We'll be getting to that next week. We are going past social and we're going straight into hustle. We just had to. We had to bring this interview to you guys ahead of schedule because it really is a legendary story. For those of you who don't know, my dude Joshua Videz has been absolutely blowing up the art world over this last year. It's been insane to watch. And as far as how he got started, like anyone else that is the the, the child of some hardworking parents who wanted to do his best to make his parents proud, but his parents wanted him to be an orthodontist. Um, he knew he wasn't gonna do that. How do you meet in the middle? Right out of high school, he went into Fire Academy. Hated that. Went from Fire Academy into retail. From that to working for the hundreds, to seventh letter, to sir, then back to the hundreds. And in the midst of learning about all of this, he started to work on his own little project called Classic. And a few years back, he made the decision to actually dedicate everything to classic full time. And he rocked with that for a while, but about a year and a half ago, something shifted with classic and he made the decision to walk away from that. And he'll tell you, it wasn't an easy decision to make, but in the midst of that, he was really searching for something that would allow him to express his total creativity. So like the artist that he is in his search for, man, what the heck am I gonna do next? He starts playing around with this reality to idea concept, painting things totally white and then bringing it back to life with this black outline from shoes to kitchen utensils to an Eames chair to a basketball court to a porta potty. And I think a lot of people were kind of wondering like, dude, what are you doing? but he stuck with it. And that's about all I'm gonna share with you guys for now. Go look up Joshua Videz again if you don't know what has happened over the last year. It has been truly inspiring to watch, but even more so to hear personally about the space that he was in when he started this. That's really what inspired me the most. And that right there is the definition of hustle.
It's not waiting around for anything. It's doing what you can with what you've got. It's believing in yourself. It's chasing your dreams. And most of all, it's doing work. So take a listen, pull out your notepad if you're not driving, and meet my dude, Joshua Videz. Man, we're here. Thanks, dog. Yeah, thank you. Joshua Videz, dude. How did I manage to stop you in the midst of everything you have going on, <laughs> actually find you in L.A.? Thank you, dude. I really appreciate it. No, of course. Thank you, man. It's been really next level just like watching it through social and like when did it get crazy like you posted the first shoot and you were just telling me downstairs mm. that you were like posting that consistently over a span of how long for sure like mid mid 2017 i posted it and then i probably reposted it in october took it down and then reposted it january i want to say fourth or fifth of 2018. and when you posted it originally what was the first thing you posted it was a shoe. It was a Air Force One. And like, tell the listeners about the space, like what we were talking about downstairs, right? Of like, where were you in your life at, at that time when you when you posted it? So I just walked away from Classic, which was like my first business that I built from the ground up. You know, seven years, twelve employees, retail store, global distribution. Yeah. And I was just lost, man. I was like, I was so confused with what I wanted to do. Or who I wanted to be, you yeah. know. I knew what I was good at, so I actually teamed up with Ken and we started work well design and we started designing for everybody, little knowing how that would work, just right. kind of threw that up in the air and um Because you've been in the you've been in the, the community, the game for about a decade at that yeah, point. Yeah, close to. Yeah. yeah. So I knew I knew that we could reach out to like the hundreds mm-hmm. and be like, yo, let us do some graphics and then be like, Yeah, here's a couple hundred bucks, right. you know. Um and so yeah, like me and Ken kind of just like had just started that and we both had no idea what we were doing, right. you know, just trying to figure it out, taking meetings and people being like, how does this work? You know, we're like, <laughs> I don't know, you know, to give us money. Um, we'll design and, uh, something. Yeah, but it was it was tough, man, you know, and like I'm sure Ken can vouch for that from at the jump. We were like, how do we charge? How much is too much? Right. We're scaring people off. Are we doing too low? Mm. And some people would be like, oh, let's do a retainer. And we'd be like, oh, shit, you know, like. Sometimes you'd make deck after deck after deck and not get the job. Right. So it was a difficult time. And um, and that's May 2017 officially. I think I think I left from April. Uh, I think it was April 1st. We started work well. And so for all of April, it was just like besides what was going on with work. Well, it's like, all right, I need to start thinking outside of streetwear. Yeah. To create like to express myself. Right. So it's like, I can't, I have to stop thinking about designing screen printed t-shirts and embroidered hats and Mm. going to agenda and selling wholesale, you know? And so it's just like, I had to kind of go away from that in order to to draw on the shoot. Wow. And so you post it for the first time. Yeah. You had like a few homies hit you with a fist bump emoji. You know, at the time I had probably like 6,500 followers. Okay. Um, because of classic and just because I was moving around. Right. So I, I mean, to me, that's still a decent following, you know, 6,500 yeah. people. And so at the time, I, I think I remember I was probably averaging close to like two, 200 likes a photo or yep. something. So this one probably got like 150, you know, like it wasn't even like a good photo. Wow. You know? See, and that's crazy. Cause I didn't know you had posted it, taken it down. Cause when I saw <laughs> it, I remember, and it was like 
12,000. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I didn't know that it took a while. I thought you posted it no. and right out of the gate, 12,000. No, I posted it and I remember being with Ken and, and showing him and we were just like, this is, this is something. Yeah. You know? And, but what um, were people saying about it? Like, it, it just wasn't, it was like, okay, cool. You well, I think it. I had gone from, it's like you going from being who you are yeah. and then being like, I made this burger. And everyone's like, <laughs> aren't you a real estate? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you, you know, like, yeah. what? Yeah. You know? Because uh, people knew you as owner of, classic, owner of classic and like graphic designer and like whatever, you and know? And now you're drawing on a shoe. Yeah, so a I think table. yeah, I think people were I think people were confused and kind of like, is Josh okay? <laughs> you know. So why'd you keep going? Uh, I just I knew the second I did I knew there was something behind it. Um, even though people weren't. Even though yeah, there was yeah. you know the social media wasn't gravitating towards it, but I knew that it was a thing, and you know from there I went home and I told you I painted like a bowl and like some utensils. Yeah. Put them on the table and I'm like, this just looks fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, and then. <laughs> What was your lady thinking? Uh, I mean, she's fortunately, like, I have a very supportive wife. And yeah. she just, if I'm really about something, then she's about it. That's cool. So she was like, cool. Like, what else? And I was right. like, let's paint the Modernica chair. And she's like, that thing's like 400 bucks, you know? <laughs> <clears throat> and I was like, I just, I want to see what the chair looks yeah. like. Destroyed a Modernica chair, you know? Like, painted it all white, did it right. black. And and I think once I did the chair, it was a, it was a larger scale item. Okay. Right? And I remember looking at that and I was like, oh, all right, I got to do bigger stuff. Right. And then from there, it was just like... Basketball court. Yeah, I wasn't even posting this. Like, I think I showed Ken the chair and like a couple homies and they're like, that's cool. Yeah. But like still like, what's going on? You know? Wow. And then, yeah, you know, started taking it to the streets, I guess. Did the basketball court. I did the porta potty. It was wild. And uh, I wasn't posting about it, though. How come? Um... <clears throat> I don't know. I wasn't. Do you think maybe you were like chipping away at the craft still, or? Yeah, but also again, you know, it's like that's the best best example I, I can think of. You stop selling houses and you start making burgers. It's like you're kind of self conscious and you're like, mm. like I don't know if I want to show this. What if, like you know? It's yeah, just, for sure. And so I was doing it because it was fun. You know, like literally, I'd like. The, put the kids to, be, to bed, I'd have like two beers and I'd be like, babe, I'm going to go paint. You know, it felt cool. like high school all over again. Wow. And she was like, go for it, just don't get caught. Yeah. You know? um, and I'd come back like, oh, shit, <laughs> you know, like freaking out. Did you have like, anybody going out nah, with you? Just, so you're just going out solo. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting, man. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, I mean, and obviously I would do it like in my community. So I'd like be aware of, you know, where to go, where's dark and who's walking around at what times or whatever. So what do you think are those <clears throat> qualities about you, right? Like when I think about it, it's like, okay, so you have classic, you had classic and you had global distribution. You had that for how many years? Seven. Seven years. Like what are those qualities, right? That, that takes somebody that has something, it's working. There's a couple things that you're not feeling and, and causes you to say, you know what? I'm going to do this thing that makes me feel good. Even though, you know, you got, you got responsibilities. Yeah. Also, you had... <clears throat> at that point, at you that had point two, two, yeah, right, two kids, a wife, home. What do you What do you think are some of those qualities that you have that it's like no, like I'm gonna do this. I mean, really, I think it's 
it's that's a lot to do with my parents. My parents are immigrants from Guatemala. Okay. Right? And they grew up with nothing. Yeah. Like nothing, nothing. They came over here with nothing and they had two kids with nothing and right. they had me, you know? And um, like my mom was going to school and learning English at the same time, but also going to nursing school at the same time. Mm. Which is wild. You know, wow. and at the time my dad was like driving a truck to like feed everybody. It was it was crazy, you know, now that I wow. think about it. Now they're like super successful. They have a house in Rancho and they're like yeah. doing great. But I think it's just like in in my bloodstream, you know. Also like my brother's an architect and before that he was like he had a band. Okay. You know, and he like dropped out of college to start the band yeah. and then I was like, This isn't working, I gotta go mm. back to school. My sister's a registered nurse, you know, straight A student forever, was playing every sport you can think of, you know. So I just right. think it's it's kind of in our genes to do stuff, yeah. you know, whether it works or not. Like my brother literally played in a band for years, didn't make a dollar, dude. Wow. And he was in his twenties. Wow. You know? Um, and my parents were pissed. Like, what are you doing? But he and kept he's like, at I it. love it. I love it. You yeah. know, and like I'd go to his shows and he'd be super into it. And I'd be like, Are you getting paid for this? <laughs> like, nah, you know. Uh, obviously he did that for so long and then he was like, All right, like, you know, I gotta go be an architect. So he's doing that now. So So it's I, like a mix of hard work and passion. For sure. I mean yeah, and also just like, I've always just wanted to prove people wrong. You know, mm. it's like, especially my parents, you know, they were always just like, you gotta go, they wanna be an orthodontist. Like, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> you know, and obviously that didn't work out. So I think it's just a drive to, to create, but also do things that people don't think I should be doing, you know? That's tight, man. And because you, you listen to your, your parents a little bit, right? Right out of high school? Yeah. You went into <clears throat> fire school, fire academy? Yeah, so they wanted me to do orthodontist stuff. I, dude, I failed chemistry twice, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to learn chemistry. How right. am I going to be an orthodontist? And that's when I was like, I was already in shape because I played ball in, okay. in high school, and I was just like, I'm not going to be a cop because that's just not something I ever wanted to do. And my homie at the time was like, same thing, playing football with me in high school, and he's like, oh, I'm going to go be a firefighter. He's yeah. like, I found this academy, da 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 I talked to my parents about it. They're like, yeah, just go do it. You okay. know, here's the money for, for to go do that, you know? So they were definitely supportive in that, you know? How long did that last before you're like, all right, no? Uh, I did eight months as a reserve for Riverside County. And um, I think it was just like, because it's what, three, it was three days on, four days off. Okay. So my four days off, I was bored out of my mind, you know? Like, and then I'd do the three days and I, I wouldn't have fun. It was just like, you know, firefighting, you know, I have the utmost respect for firefighters because it's really crazy yeah but um just what i like i looked in the future and i was just like i can't do this mm. forever like and so and you go from that to retail yeah to <clears throat> hundreds yeah yep to uh seventh, seventh letter, letter yeah to, to sir, sir yep. to back to the hundreds yep. and then quitting to do classic full-time in 2014 wow yeah and you rocked with that till 2017. Yeah, um, obviously the whole time I was working for other brands, I was building classic up with just like my homies, trying to figure out how to get into retailers, get collabs, you know, like we were just trying to follow like the streetwear blueprint, which basically the hundreds was providing through the blog, right. you know? So we'd go to the hundreds parties, try to meet Ben and Bobby, get cool with all the employees right. and like, oh, the hundreds did a Crooks collab. Yeah. How the fuck, you know, like, and then who can we collab with, yeah. you know? And it's like, we, so we did like smaller brand collabs that probably nobody remembers, but you know, the blog was like, basically like our Bible, you know? It's like, follow this, and this is how you can succeed in street That's work. awesome, man. So before we go into like what happened with the art, 
I'm, I'm curious too, like how long did you wrestle with this, this, this baby that you had classic of mm-hmm. realizing, <clears throat> man, I got to do something else. It, it all started in, what was that? I think that was 2015 going into 2016. I think that's, I, I did this thing called um, how to start a brand in 30 days. All right. Dude, do you know about that? No. <laughs> so, I think I think it was 15 going and 16. Snapchat okay. had just started. All right. And I was just in a mood to do something different. Right. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do this thing for 30 days. It was January 1st to January 31st or whatever. That was called How to Start a Brand in 30 Days. All right. And I did it on Snapchat. Oh, wow. And for free. And at some point, I had like 10,000 views. Wow. And then at the end, I launched a brand called CBL. Oh, shit. And so my partners at the time at Classic were like pissed because they were like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, but like, you need to focus on class. I was like, nah, I got to do something else. And so for 30 days, I updated my Snapchat. And it was like, hey, what's up, guys? We're going to get a business license today. Like, literally top to bottom. I wish, like, what I, made you do that? I just, I've had to do something else. That you is know? really funny. Um. So that was like the kind of the first time I did something opposed to classic, okay. you know, besides a job, right? And that was 2016? I think it was 15 going okay. to 16. It was one of those like January 1st right, like right. things. Um, did that and then I launched a brand called CBL, which was classic black label, but I never told anybody. Okay. Um, but classic had nothing to do with it. So that, like the investors at the time were pissed because they're like, <laughs> we own some of this. I'm like, no, you don't, dude. I gotta. And did you actually start producing stuff after Yeah, this? yeah. So the whole thing was, the 30 day trial was like marketing for the brand. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then I launched a brand and everyone who was following bought stuff from the brand. So it was yeah. actually really like, I profited probably like 50 grand that year off, wow. the, off the brand. Um, but you know, did the brand for a year and it was just like a lot of work cause I was still doing classic at the same time. And then that kind of like fizzled out. So I think that was the first step into trying something else besides classic. Interesting, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, and then 2016, we were at a agenda in Vegas and Aaron Levant's walking by and I'm like, yo, what up? And like, we had known each other for a minute and he's like, what's up? How's everything? I was like, oh, I'm kind of over this thing, like yeah. low key. He's like, but you're doing well. I'm like, yeah, but like, I'm just over it. Right. And I was like, you got anything for me? And he was like, I'm working on this thing called Complex Con. Yeah. And I was like, what's that? And he like broke it down to me and I'm like, that sounds crazy. Yep. You know? He's like, I need a designer are you down? And I was like, yeah, sick. And, um, yeah, that was, that's kind of when it really, really, it was like the writing was on the wall at that right. point, you know? Okay. Cause then it was a job, you know, I came on as a W two employee. Oh, wow. And so the, my partners at classic were like, what are you doing? Okay. You got a job now. Yeah. But also at the same time, classic was like doing okay. And once that happened, they're like, all right, well, we're just not going to pay you as much as because you got a job now. And I'm like, what? And like, you know, it kind of started getting and really you started weird. started it, right? Yeah, but also I was getting a salary while okay. I was working there because I, that's what I asked for. Um, right when they came on, I was like, you guys can come on. I need to get paid X amount because I have kids. Right. And so right when I took the complex con job, they're like, cool, we're going to drop you from whatever to this, you know, and it was a hefty chunk but they're like you got a job now you're good and i was like oh this sucks so that'll shift the energy that's yeah so right when that happened um i was like all right these dudes are already pissed you know and literally a few weeks later ben calls me and he's like yo you're helping aaron and i was like yeah and he's like you want to do our special projects and Mm. i was like yeah 
He's like, cool, at 1099, I'll give you this much a month. I'm like, fuck yeah. So now Sick. it's like okay. this thing starting where I'm like helping other people. And so out of that work well design. Exactly. That right. was that was like where I was like, oh, I can do this. Awesome. For other people. That's really cool. Yeah. And so obviously, you know, that's when a few months later it was like, what really happened is classic. I mean, they're like, we're just not going to pay anymore. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You know? And so I probably did that for like a month and then I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in, in that mode of when, you know, your project, your baby, you were told we're not going to pay you anymore. Yeah. That's kind of when you started just doing stuff like this, drawing yeah. on stuff. Yeah. That yeah. was a huge, that was a huge like lesson that I learned at that exact moment. I'm like, damn, I let these guys come in and kind of like, I don't want to say like lost sight of what I was doing, but you know, they came on in order to make the brand more money. That yeah. was their objective, like 100%. And by the time I like looked up and realized what was going on, I was just like, these guys are just basically like took over, you know? And when you look at it in retrospect, what has happened over this last year, Yeah. right? What kind of thoughts come to mind? You know, I think everything, in life is a lesson. Yeah. You know, and I look back at it and I kind of just like smirked because it was like, I some first and foremost somehow pulled off my first business ever to employ like 12 people, open a store on Fairfax, yeah. global just like, that's great. There's not a lot, like I know a lot of people who are starting a business now in their thirties and that's not happening. Yeah. You know? So it makes me appreciate that, that time and you know, I got to build relationships that are going to last a lifetime. You were 22, you know? 23 when you started the business? Technically, it was like 1920 okay. when the idea started. Got it. They didn't come on until like 2015 or something right. like that. So the first few years, just me and my friends like smoking weed and like printing t-shirts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I look at it now and it's when just When you like, open the doors, though, you're 25 yeah. on Fairfax, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So young. It's just dope because, you know, I look at it now and some of my best friends that were with me at the time are like succeeding in different areas now. You know, like one of my best friends, Red, started a um, distribution company out of it because he was my sales guy. Wow. So it was like classic was like our college. Wow. You know, and so now like all the most of the homies that were part of it are like doing something else somewhere else and succeeding. That's tight. And so fast forward, right? You're going through this. It's the middle of 2017. Mm -hmm. At what point did you realize your what you're doing, you know, drawing on an Eames chair, messing with some utensils, mm -hmm. going out late at night? At what point were you like, oh, damn? What, what point did you start to see the world react to it? Um, well, it was really, it was around August, September 2017 okay. was when I was, I was literally at a bar with Red and his wife and a couple homies. And I was like, I'm going to have a show. And they're like, what? I was like, I'm going to paint a whole space like this. And they're like, okay, like <laughs> what? Yeah. You know, again, everyone was like, all right, that sounds yeah. really crazy. And I'm like, it's going to be dope. Like people are going to freak out. And so towards the end of 17 was like, you know, talking to my wife, like, how's this going to work? Like, you right. know, I had done pop-ups and stuff before with classic, but never nothing like this, you know? And so it was like having to find a space that was already all white. And, then, and you weren't really known as like an artist not nah, as I mean, well. I was a brand owner, creative director slash business owner, yeah. you know? And um, that's when it started. I was like, okay, I'm going to do a show. I'm going to do a show. I'm going to do a show, you know? And I was kind of putting it off because I was like nervous as shit, you know? And just like life was happening also. Um, and then 
2017 going into 2018, me and my wife are up in Frisco with the kids. And I don't know, I have this, I don't know why I have this thing, but every New Year's, like, I have this weird conversation with myself, like, what are you doing this year? Yeah. And I hate to, you know, I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions. I think you could change your life tomorrow if you really right. wanted to. But for some reason, every, every New Year's, sure. it's always like, what's this year look like? Yeah. So you what know? was the conversation you were having with yourself? 2017 uh, into 18. It was it was me and my wife were up in Frisco and I was like, I'm gonna go balls to the wall with this thing, you know. And she was like, Had you made any money with it, or was not, it starting to catch a nothing. buzz on Insta at that point? Nothing, nothing. Wow. Like nothing. Like literally, I had maybe put. I think I posted. A, I painted a bear break. I posted it. Same thing. No one cared. And so, I was like, I'm gonna start posting January 2nd at Agenda. Uh, me and Will had the wants booth there, and we yeah. did like a live podcast. I was like, I'm gonna post right after agenda the fire hydrant, and then the next day I'm gonna post a porta potty, and then the next day, like, cause I had all this ammo right. from 2017 Damn. that I never posted, and I was like, I told my wife I'm gonna try to post something every day of January, and then have the show in February, and she was like, okay, you know, <laughs> and so just you know, it's post post a fire hydrant, okay, cool. Post a porta potty, people are like, what the fuck? He painted a porta, yeah. And then like basketball court, like he painted a basketball, <laughs> you know. And then uh, I remember I posted, I reposted the Air Force One, and did pretty decent, you know. That was like twelve thousand or something. Maybe okay, but it probably it probably obviously accumulated over the time, like after a few months, because like everyone goes back to that, right? And uh, and then I was like, oh, the shoes are doing really well on Instagram, besides like the street stuff, right? And I was like, all right, I went and bought some white vans at Zoomies. Yep. The one that I stole from. <laughs> um, and Let you I, back in and have your, your picture on the wall. <laughs> and I painted, actually, our office used to be across the hallway. And so I painted them there and I posted them and did pretty decent. And I remember Will Nichols at the time was working at High Snobiety and we were doing the Wants yep. podcast. And he was like, oh, these are cool. He's like, do you mind if I post them? And I was like, please. Yes. And so the Vans was like... That was the one. Well, he posted it on High, high Snob. Okay. I'm sorry if I said Hype Beast, I think. He posted it on High Snob and Nice Kicks, uh, Baller Status, uh, Complex, you know, da 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 Everyone posted the Vans. And then I was like, I need to paint some Jordan 1s. Because, come on. That's a must. Yeah. And so we did a, we painted them at his house. And he was like, can we post them first? High Snob. And I was like, cool. And he like contacted Pete Williams at the time, which was still there. And he was like, yeah, like, let us get the exclusive. Posted it like two days later. Crazy. Damn. You know? And that's, that was really, I remember it was like, I think it was January 18th. We were going to like a birthday party. My, my wife's like college friend's birthday party. And I got 2,000 followers in a day. It's not even a month in to you yeah. setting the intention. Yeah. But behind that, when we really look at it, you started this in May. Yeah. Um, you know, that's eight eight months before, yeah. right? Seven, eight months before of just going, messing around with it, like knowing in your heart, all right, there's something here. Yeah. Not getting much love from anybody but mm. your close circle, mm. but for some reason being like, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. And making that decision going into 2018 of, yeah. all right, I'm not fucking around. Yeah. It's sick. Dude, yeah. we're done. This podcast is over. <laughs> Sit. Sit. All right. So then the show. The so show the, was February 10th. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first one. And uh, I didn't know what was happening. And like I told you outside, we didn't have much money. And I remember talking to my wife. I'm like, this is going to cost this much. And she was like, 
<laughs> all right you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. this is what you want to do this yep. is what i believe in and like it was really 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 scary and uh i remember doing it and being so i was freaked out dude because right. like i had two kids yeah you, know? you got to get the space yeah i had to get yeah. this so we found the space and then i was like what's inside what the fuck does it look like yeah so it was like drawing up a bunch of different rooms and i was like all right i'll do like my office and then i'll do like where I think a lot of my drive comes from, which is sports. So I did like a locker room, blah, That's blah, cool. blah. And then, I'm, and then I was like, all right, I have to rent this space. Yeah. And the guy was like, cool, you can take it in a week. And I was like, word. And then like, I remember leaving with Will Nichols and he's like, are you going to do this? I was like, I'm going to do this, dude. Damn. And then like went to Ikea, went to Big Five, started buying all this shit. Yeah. So like, I, and then I posted the flyer and then I was like, I have to do this. I don't even have a backyard. And so I like called... Ellie's my wife's parents I'm like can I paint in your backyard and they're like sure like what and I was like I'm gonna paint like 20 lockers <laughs> you know like all this shit so as yeah. a, as like a fan I remember like watching it and that's that's what actually made it seem really cool was like okay I'm watching this all happen and and then seeing you in someone's backyard I'm like okay this is in someone's backyard yeah. that he's making this dude <laughs> yeah 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 Wow. There was like grass all over the paint. It was really funny. That's really sick, dude. And what was it like day one of the show? Um, day one, it was great. I slept in LA and like I'm like walking up to the door and there's like three people outside. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. Three people, right. you know? And I'm, they're like, yo, what's up? I'm like, what's good? Hold on. Let me just go inside. I like go inside, turn on the lights, turn on the air conditioning. I have like two guys and I'm like, the idea was to sell everything in there. And so they have a little iPad and I'm like, cool, let's open the door. Doors open, people come in. Oh, how much are the skate decks? 150 bucks. They're like, yeah, I'll take two. I'm like, Sick. what? You know, like so, super confused. Right. Like, how much for the shoes? I'm like, shoes aren't for sale. Yeah. You know? Um, Your wife's like, yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sell the box. Um, but after that weekend, uh, 1,500 people came. Damn. Yeah, we basically sold everything in the space. Sick. So we made our money back. Yeah. Kind of. Well, and like what we were talking about before, what came right after that? So literally while that's happening, I get a phone call from Frank Cook and he's like, one is he's like, I'm coming into town, there's a Jordan party. I wanna wear the shoes. Mm -hmm. I was like, what size are you? And he's like 10 and a half. He's like, oh, those are the ones I painted. I'm like, you can wear those. Perfect. He wears them to the Jordan party. A couple of people snap him obviously on his feet. And he's like, he's a designer at a Jordan Energy. He's, he left now, but the time was a big deal for him to be wearing a, like yeah, a custom. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, yo, you know, all-star week is next week. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, do you want to do something with us? I'm like, yeah, what do we do? You know? And he's like, I'm going to put you in touch with so-and-so and da -so da blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, uh, Russell reaches out from game seven, like a huge, uh, like agency for them. Yep. And he's like, we want you to paint 16 backboards. And so I'm like, cool. I'm just going to go buy like 16 backboards. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, nah. we want them regulation size and we want the metal. And I was like word he's like you can do that right and i'm like yeah right like dude sure and so I, I call my contractor i'm like can you make these and he's like show me he's like what he's like is that real metal i'm like they wanted real metal six by four feet and they want an east coast style so they want the holes drilled in okay for the wind yeah my guy's like how many and i'm like we need these in like six days damn and they need to be painted right and he's like, dude, I don't know. I was like, dude, just tell me how much it is. I don't care. Yeah. At the time, I had no idea that they were going to pay for them. Okay. I thought it was coming out of pocket. Wow. Yeah. So I call back Jordan. I'm like, we can get it done. They're like, cool, how much? 
I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna call Ivan. I'm like, yo, how much is it? And he was like, oh, it's like this man, this much. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna add to that. I call him back, and I'm like, it's this much. They're like, easy. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm making a profit off this thing right. So the show's happening. Damn. During this phone call. So we wrap up the show and then literally like we wrapped up the show and my wife's like, you're coming home. I'm like, I got to go paint some backboards. And she's like, what? Like, wow. So I stayed in oh, LA for like a week. first show was happening. Yeah. While the opportunity yeah. to do this. It was the next out. weekend. Damn. And then we got the backboards done and we delivered them at four in the morning the day before their opening. Holy yeah, crap. Yeah, they were pissed. Big. Sorry. Damn. <laughs> they were pissed. What was the biggest eye-opener about that experience? Was it being there? Was it before? Was it when you figure out and they ask you what it's all going to cost? Like, looking back at that moment, what was the one where it was like, holy crap? It was understanding, first and foremost, that I can get shit done if I need to get shit done. Yeah. And that was cool. And that just made me think of classic. I'm like, damn, like, that kind of came into this, right. you know, where it's like, oh, we got to deliver this or da 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 or whatever. And we're like, fuck it, we'll drive to Frisco with the U-Haul. I don't care, you know? That's cool. So that went into that, but also it was just like, I had never been asked ever to do something and get paid for it and like be somewhere right. before that moment, you know? And that was the first time they're like, yo, like we're going to pay you to come paint on shoes. And I was like, this is what? Like, yeah. what do you mean? <laughs> like, wow, I'll do it for man. free. Like literally yeah. in my mind, I'm like, I'll do it for free. Like, no, I want to pay you. Okay. And so that was like kind of the first time I'm like, this is a thing. Like this could be, or this is how people survive, right. you know? Um, and then obviously not only that, but they were like, this is how much we're willing to pay for these backboards. And it was far more than I was getting them for. Right. So I'm like, there's a business here, you know, there's opportunity here for me to make money you know that's sick dude. um that was huge and then that we had i did had a tinker hatfield interview there i saw that yeah wow crazy wow and in the last year while well, 2018 alone mm -hmm. you had 36 commissioned projects yeah some were large brands somewhere on the side like athletes being like yo right can you lebron yeah yo, can you make me some not him but his stylist like can you make us some shoes so i count that as a project for sure you know? so i would yeah. count um shaking lebron's hand as a project yeah you know? so 30 30 i think it was 36 total um some were posted some weren't posted you know some guys didn't want me to post their stuff yeah especially at like some athletes and like actors that i made shit for they're like don't post this i'm like i don't care like wow yeah what was the one that stood out the most since you've been doing I mean, it's been, dude, it's been really, if you look at your first show, February 2000. A little over a month, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a, a year. A little sorry. over a year. Yeah. Right? What was the one where it was like, you kidding me? Um, you know, obviously Jordan was a first. Yeah. Uh, and then after that was the Hotel Roosevelt was also large and still permanent. You could still go see it. Um, I'm going. But uh, I think the, the biggest one was MLB, you know? At, there's bigger ones after that, but right. that was like, I remember we got an email and we were like in New York or something painting for like a couple hundred bucks and the MLB, like literally like so-and-so at MLB.com, <laughs> you know, and Sick. got a, I got a DM. It was just like, Hey, what's up? Like, you know, we like what you're doing. Would you like to do something with us? And I was like, what? Like, yeah. Wow. Like, okay. And then, you know, a couple weeks went by, we want you to do something for the all-star game. Yes, yes, yeah, Damn. huge, huge, I like love baseball, huge Yankee fan, you know, yes, 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 okay, you know, how much is it, and like, I was like, I don't fucking know, you know, called a bunch of, like, a bunch of homies to help me, like, right. what do I say, 
they're like throw out the craziest number like it's mlb they say no big deal yeah you know all right i was like this is how much it is and they're like cool damn and i was like and i honestly it was one of those it was almost going back to like the first show where it's like i don't even know if i can get this done right literally yeah because we had to build a room we hadn't Holy built a crap. room yet we were building existing like this space we're like all sure. right let's just paint it no this, they were like we want you to do an entire locker room inside of a locker room there can't be a drip of paint in the entire locker room Damn. you have to build a floor you have to build the walls and how long and so what we ended up finding out like we're literally in new york like five days before the mlb game okay and that's when we got the green light and so we hopped on the train and went over but also it's like dude i went on instagram and i was like who in washington dc has a space that we can paint and build that yeah everyone's like what one dude reached out and he's like, I got a warehouse. You can use that. It's summertime, dumb hot. And we show up and I'm like, and it's me, Ron, and my buddy. Okay, so it was me and Ron in New York. And I was like, we need more people. So I call my buddy Bobby, who just like is my buddy. Right. Does, hasn't even helped us paint ever. Buddy Bobby. Everybody's and got a buddy Bobby. I called. I was like, are you down to come to Washington, D.C.? I'll fly you out and I'll pay you for this thing. He's like, I, sure. And we get to Washington, and I'm like, okay, we need a U-Haul, we need to go to Home Depot, and we need to buy stuff to build walls. And they're like, what? We <laughs> Damn. And so we got the whole space done in five days. And then the best part, you know, it's like the day before, and I'm like, what's setup like? And she's like, uh, we don't have that much time. And I was like, what? Like, at this point, I have, like, the walls up, everything painted, basically staged right. at the warehouse. We're looking at it. It's done. But we just thought we were just going to break it down and kind of take it over. She calls me back. She's like, uh, well, the players are coming tomorrow at 1 p.m. And it's already, like, 6 p.m. the day before. And Damn. I'm like, so can we start tonight? She's like, no. Oh I'm like, God, so how's this work? She's like, hold on. Calls me back. She's like, you can get here at six in the morning. <laughs> and so she's like, you have six hours to finish this thing tomorrow. I was like, and that's why I, I almost like quit right there. Yeah. dude. I was like, this isn't going to happen. You oh, know, shit. it was a lot of shit. I can show you the photo. It was like 20 lockers and like 20 chairs and like you water and bottles Bobby. and helmets and bats and balls and walls. Yeah. You know, these walls were eight by 20 feet each. That's why we have you on this episode. This is hustle. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. Damn. Yeah, and so, I mean, those dudes were miserable. And so was I, but we got it done. That's beautiful, man. So what have you learned, dude? It's been a crazy year. Um, hope for the best, expect the worst mm. for everything. Yeah. You know, there's been a lot of projects or we'll get phone calls like, we have millions of dollars, you know, and we're like, ah, and like, does it happen, right. you know? Um, but also just like, I don't know, man, like, it sounds corny, but you know, people say like, you put your mind, you can make it happen, whatever. Yeah, I do say that. It's actually uh, what I say all the time. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but it's like, you know, last year we got put in scenarios where honestly, it, it wasn't supposed to, it wasn't supposed to work. You know, right. like there was times like when I got to Dubai for the Herschel thing, my assistant got stuck in Singapore. I had to paint the whole thing by myself in 24 hours. Wow. Yeah. And I remember getting to Dubai and I was just like, just got off a plane. And they're like, this has to be done by tomorrow. Oh, shit. You know, and I was just like, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. And, but it's just like, you got to put the headphones in and just like not go to lunch. Right. Stay up. No breaks, you know. So like, I'm a big fan of affirmations, right? Affirmations are whatever you tell yourself. And yeah. I believe 
that everybody's saying affirmations one way or another. Sometimes they just don't know. Yeah. You know, say, I'm tired. That's an affirmation. Yeah. What do you think are the affirmations you tell yourself that keep you going in that situation where it's like, what the? Something turns on in Joshua's mind and you say this thing and that thing pushes you through and you knock it out of the park every time. I think it's just like, this is going to look dope. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. Yeah. You know, and um, I, I think that's a, that's what I have to tell myself to finish, mm. you know, like this is going to be also looking back at this in 20 years is going to be insane. So it's like you have to be proud of yourself in 20 years. Yeah. Go get this shit done. So you in your mind, you have a vision for what it's going to look like. Yeah. And there's a feeling of looking back. This is going to be inspiring. Yeah. So I see a lot of like there's purpose in that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, I don't know what it is, but fortunately I have it. That's really dope, man. Well, any bits of, uh, you, you know, you've done a lot in the last yeah. decade. You've gone through a lot. Any, uh, what, what's your advice to, you know, the young go-getter, the older go-getter, the well, person who's like, man, what the am I doing right yeah. now? I think the biggest, I mean, I don't think age requires you to be able to change who you want to be right yeah. i think there's some people who are like in their 30s and they're like it's a wrap i'm done yeah like, there's that doesn't make any sense to me you know um i think that's a big thing but also it's like um we we're kind of speaking about it on the way over here it's like i was like at the lowest low that i could have been mm. like ever and like i don't even know if i'll be that low again but like i was done being creative like in life you know and that's when I painted this thing. And I could have just painted the shoe and been like, this isn't going to get me anywhere. Right. You know, but um, I just kept going and like, thank God, dude, because I was broke, <laughs> like broke. Yeah. Like your son probably has more money than me, <laughs> you know, like it was crazy. And um, I don't know, just went balls to the wall. And like, fortunately, it worked out, you know, but if I wouldn't have done that. I don't even know. I maybe would have gone back to firefighting or like gone back to school or something. But like yeah. I was literally ready to quit like designing and even like thinking creative wise. Wow. You know, like so I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of people in that position probably like watching this right now. It's like you can quit. That's cool. But like you can also not. And like this might happen. This might not happen tomorrow, but yeah. you'll never know, you know. So just keep, I mean, I hate to say it, but just, you just got to keep going if that's who you want to be. Right. You know, if you don't want to be that, then just fucking whatever. Go right. work at Starbucks. Like, they make money. They make yeah. good money, you know? Yeah. Um, it just depends on, like, what, what message you want to put out. Do you want, do you care about inspiring people or not? Do you care about, like, making an impact, you know? And if it's not, then this world's not for you, you know? It's a wrap. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Dude, really appreciate you taking the time. Um, there's just no gimmicks with the experience of why it's been an experience the last 18 months yeah. watching this, yeah. you know, so to be able to like hear the story and I didn't know what you were going through when you, when you did this, yeah. but to just know that like in that funk, you didn't do anything, yeah. you, you, you did something. Yeah. And I think that's really the key is to do something, Yeah, you know? And it's a, like, I always say it's, it's literally, I bought a marker and a pair of shoes. Yeah. You don't have to go, 
you know, people think like, I got to change everything. And, you know, it's like, you, yeah, I mean, that's possible, you know, yeah. but also it's like, I took something that's technically could be in everybody's hands. It could be right there. Yeah. You know, you don't have to go flip a whale over to find something like you just have to do what you enjoy doing. That's what I'm talking about, man. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time, dude. What should we uh, be looking out for you? From you in the future. Um, I'm gonna have my first like solo show this summer. Sick. Which is like kind of crazy and yeah. like, scary, but whatever. Um, huge, huge collaboration uh, for Paris Fashion Week. Damn. Which is like you're gonna be like, <laughs> you know. Um, so sick. And uh, Bear Break comes out this year, which I'm really excited about. Wow. My first shoe comes out this summer as well. Which I'm super excited about. Um, yeah, this, this year's, I'm kind of scaling back on, you know, the, um, the like experiential, um, Room. yeah, space right. design. And this year is kind of more so just like, just making shit on my own, like not even showing everything and kind of just, I don't know, you know, opening a store Yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason <laughs> I did that, you know, it's just take, it's, it's allowing myself to, to create in different, in different ways, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, I'm having fun. Well, and it seems like with the store side project, if you don't know, make sure you check it out, uh, is giving people a bit of what you've done yeah. and, and, and causing people to like, yo, do something. Come make Here some you shit. go. Yeah. It's tight. Yeah. I think it's, it's really communal and I think it's, it's open for everybody, you know, and it's like, you can come and you might make something that might change your life. I don't know, but I'm creating a space that has access to machines that people shouldn't have access to, yeah. you know? So we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm excited about it. I think the energy's there, you know? I think it's just uh, creating the narrative for people to understand a little more, you know? My man. Well, in wrapping it up, if there were one final thought, like one final thing you would write on a wall, you know, write on a board, write on a fire hydrant, write somewhere. <laughs> What would that thing be? Um, that's really tough. Because <laughs> things are coming to mind, and I'm just like, nah, you know? Um, I don't know. I, I want to say, like, believe in yourself, but, you know, yeah. it's, like, kind of easy. I also want to say just do it, but that's... I think somebody made that. Yeah. <laughs> you put them together, though. Yeah, I don't know. Just, I don't know. Just keep going, you know? Don't give up. My man. Yeah. I appreciate you, brother. Absolutely killed this. And uh, don't stop, man, because it's inspiring a lot of people. Yeah, thank you. My man. Woo! It's a wrap, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 36. My dude, Joshua Vidaz. I, I am truly inspired out of my mind from this one. So, as always, I got three questions for you. It's very simple. Just like the other equities, what are your three three affirmations for the equity of hustle. And again, remember, we exchange the word business or career, and we're calling it hustle here at Project Mindset, all right? So how do you create your affirmations? Well, if your goal for the equity of hustle is, let's say your goal is to create, uh, or let's say your goal is to become a great businessman. Maybe that's your goal, right? Your goal is become a great businessman. I'll tell you right now, one of the greatest affirmations I've ever heard for, for, for that right there, this is what it is. And you guys know who said it. He said, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business, man.
That's an affirmation right there, right? Take whatever your goal is and put an I am in front of it. Jay-Z had the affirmation structure wrong. He said, I am not, but then he came and flipped it on us. You guys know what I'm talking about. I wanna see the affirmations that you have for this equity, post them, share them. Remember, whatever you tell yourself over and over and over and over, good or bad, will become true. You guys have the opportunity to create your own reality with the things that you tell yourself. So tell yourself things that move your life forward. This is your script. This is your movie. Let's make it happen. So uh, make sure you guys go to projectmindset.co as well. We have created some really cool downloads that you can go for free and uh, use some things on your story to actually create your goals, create your affirmations. And we really just appreciate everybody as well who has been copying some of these products hoodies, some cups, some hats. It's been really dope to see this thing flourish worldwide. Stay tuned for next week. We are going into the equity of family, the interview that we have. This dude and his family truly are the definition of, of being there for each other and creating something legendary. You guys are going to love it. Stay focused. Stay inspired. We'll talk to you soon. I'm